and I'm well I want to preface this if you want to talk about it on the podcast like sure happy to but if you don't I don't even know what this is I'm a little Um, nervous Hi. Hi. Hi, everybody. I'm Eden. And I'm Jay. And welcome to Eden X Jay Unfiltered, the podcast where we have created a safe and sexy space to have unfiltered conversations. We might be the same sex, but we have different opinions. Ow. We are back after two weeks <laughs> of craziness. Uh, we've been everywhere around the world, and it's so crazy to be back home. Uh, it. Feels like we've been everywhere, super beautiful, super sunny, and then we came back to LA and it's like crazy rainy and it's gloomy and gloomy disgusting. And I'm like, why did we leave? Why? I know. I'm just joking. No, I'm, I'm happy dog. to be back. <laughs> I'm happy to be back. But we have so many things to talk about since we've been gone. Since you've been gone. <laughs> we've we've done so much in such a little time. So just of like a pre-apology. For the dizziness that you may or may not get by listening to this episode, because nice it, disclaimer, I feel I feel dizzy mm-hmm. now that we've just sat down for like two seconds. Um, but I just I feel like the best way to just go through it is to just like dive right in. Let's do it. Well, and, the last time we were on here, yeah. we were talking about Bora Bora, yes, and how we got invited by Air Tahiti Nui and uh, Tahiti Tourism, mm-hmm. and they they were flying us out, and we actually went. Yeah, had we the best time. I, this tan is brought to you by Bora Bora. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, I, like, I got tan. I mean, those on the podcast can't see it, but if you're watching on YouTube, look at I am, like, eight shades darker, and this this white freaking background and the pink like, background. this white is, looks white, white. <laughs> <laughs> you look like the, the white, shiny teeth white, and I yes. just look like this toasted marshmallow, but I will like take a little, it. A little toasted almond. I am a little toasted almond. But this is what I realized. Okay, so when you're – when you're in a place like Bora Bora and you're in somewhere with so much water, mm. the sun reflects off of the water yes. and hits you from the bottom and hits you from the top and you are in a toaster. Even my butt crack is tan. Like everything is, <laughs> everything is tan. I can attest to this. Your butt crack is tan. And we have this inside joke right now that we call it a pizza slice. Yes. Because our bikinis are like the si- like a little triangle right <laughs> over your butt crack. So it just looks like there's like a white pizza slice. Yes. On both TMI, of our booties. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like, I don't think we would have been able to experience this trip without them inviting us. No, not at all. That was really Bora cool. Bora Bora is definitely a honeymoon destination. It's beautiful. I've only seen wallpapers. So to see it yeah. stunning in real life, like just left me floored every single time we went anywhere Mm -hmm. like there's no ugly parts in Bora Bora or the French Indonesia no I mean we did ATV Mm -hmm. which was so cool we did it through the pineapple fields I got to drive Jay got to be the passenger princess and I learned yeah and on that trip I learned how to plant pineapples which I'm trying to do at home she this summer. actually wants to, like, take a pineapple and let – what did you have to do? You have to rip off the top and just, like, pop it in the ground or something, and then that's how it grows? No, you pop off the top of the pineapples. Uh-huh. They're very easy to grow. You yeah. pop the top off. You put it in water. Leave it in water for, like, 24 or 48 hours. Uh-huh. And once it starts, like, whatever, rooting mm-hmm. or whatever, then you put it in the ground, and then they just pop off. Like, there's no – it's one of the easiest they pop things. Off. They just yeah, it's like... one of the easiest things to plant. The dude's like, in like 30 days, you'll have like 10 pineapples. pineapple juice. Yeah. The hard thing about pineapples is that when you're harvesting them, the leaves, the like spiky uh-huh. 
they're very spiky. Yeah. So it's you have to use gloves and like put on like super intense gardening gloves to pull them off. But I, I'm down to do it. I feel like I will support you in this mission and in this vision. But I feel like you need to make a TikTok to like teach people how to do this and show them because it, in theory, it sounds so easy. Yeah. But lo and behold, who knows if we'll be able to pull that off and have pineapples growing in LA in our front yard. I'm gonna try. I do it. I support you <laughs> in all your crazy dreams. I would love some pineapple juice in the morning. Thank uh-huh. you very much. You're very welcome. <laughs> that was a really cool experience. There were so many great moments um, that stand out to me. Like I loved. I I will say. I didn't love the idea of swimming with sharks. You hated that part. I hate it. Absolutely like air Tahiti mm-hmm. Nui apologies. Love <laughs> the opportunity. Love you for sending me. Yay, kisses. Um, but I am not the type of person that loves to swim with something that may think I'm a snack. Yeah, because like, you are a snack. I, I know oh. I'm a snack. I'm the whole goddamn meal sometimes. And I don't, th- these sharks were just circling around me. Like, like I, I don't know. I'm just like, how? How are they, I don't know, so tame and like yeah. so cool with They were this? docile sharks. Docile. They Is there smaller? such a thing? I thought they were cute. You I did. actually enjoyed swimming with the sharks. And side note, I'm not a swimmer. I, I think, I don't know if I mentioned it last episode, but... I'm not a good swimmer. I was an okay swimmer, like, before I met you. You got your floaties, though. And then, yeah, and then I went on a trip to Belize, and I almost drowned in a cave Mm -hmm. while cave diving. And so I get really bad panic attacks when I'm in water that I can't touch the floor. Your lack lack of ability to swim is more mental than it is physical. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So when I saw on the itinerary that there was a lot of swimming, uh, jumping (laughs) Jumping off of rocks, cliffs, I was like, holy shit. Um, I'm going to need to buy a safety vest, like a life vest, some floaties. And I did. I packed all of it. Oh, we bought (laughs) one and someone stole it from our porch. And I'm so mad at you. Whoever stole Jay's life jacket, I hope you enjoyed it because it was so cute. And then we had to go and buy an (laughs) ugly looking one. one Right before. (laughs) I had a really cute contour life vest. Look it up. It's actually really cute. If you Google like um trendy fashionable (laughs) snatch life vest they're really cute i was so excited for you to wear that life vest and then it's okay it's you know if it saves your life it is what it is listen i was swimming with sharks with my floaties and Mm -hmm. i had the best time yeah it it was really it was such an an unforgettable experience i'm glad i got to do it once i swam with all the little sharkies uh i loved actually swimming with the stingrays yeah that was really cool and magical and i'm really I'm not really like a somebody who likes to be in the deep ocean. I, I think I just get anxiety. It's more mental for me. I could swim. I'm like I'm a You're pretty a decent swimmer. You're a great swimmer. <laughs> like if we got, I don't know, lost in the middle of the ocean, I know I could just jump Aww. on your back and you can save us. Just a side note, you guys. And I haven't had a moment to go through all the content like fully. But I, when we were in the middle of the ocean, I gave Jay the GoPro to like record <laughs> And so finally, I uploaded it onto my laptop, and guess what the footage was? Just guess. There, there could have been like some clownfish, some coral, could some have. beautiful under the sea life. It could have been a goddamn mermaid if there if there was one. But I would she have caught my it? mermaid? No, there was no anything. It was just butt. It was just butt underwater, and I'm like, what is this? Yes. And she's like. 
<laughs> it's it's video and footage for my spank bank that I needed to get underwater. You can see that anytime. There's only so many times we're going to see an ocean like this. Listen, that ocean was perfect with you in it. So we're, I'm happy with the that, content. That's I all I got. So lesson learned, do not give Jay the GoPro. <laughs> and I couldn't, I, by the time I was able to see the content, it was too late. Yeah. Like we already were leaving the island. And I was like, don't give Jay the GoPro ever again. <laughs> if I want footage to work with. But yeah, yeah it was. It was such an experience. I'm really glad we got in there. I'm really glad I got to see the coral because, yeah. again, I don't think I would have ever voluntarily done that on my own, and I don't regret it at all. It was such a, an amazing experience, and the locals were amazing. Incredible. The locals were incredible. I got to play with uh, with the ukulele yeah. on the boat while we that were swimming sexy. out. I, I used to play ukulele back in the day before I met you, Yeah, uh, and I haven't picked it up since. So it was really cute that the the – the uh, boat driver had a ukulele and he was serenading us and I got to like play with it again, just mess around. And he was so cool. He, like, I low-key think he like really liked you. Not probably. like liked you like that, but like liked you. Like he picked a favorite for sure. Yes. And it I was, was not it. me. <laughs> <laughs> Can you blame him? Obviously not. I know. There, for instance, we were we were getting off of the boat and our boat driver slash ukulele serenader slash <laughs> cook slash he could just do it all and he made us like a whole barbecue and like a whole meal and stuff and jay had this really cute fashionable fit that she wanted to wear and we're getting out of the boat and she's like damn it my pants are gonna get wet and so i made a comment i was like yeah i rolled them up i rolled them up because i didn't want them to touch the water so i had them up to like my thighs but still like they were gonna get wet (laughs) yes i know i was like that's what happens when you try to be cute and our freaking tour guide was like, what do you mean? She is cute. And I was like, oh, okay. I know she's cute. That's why I married her. Duh. But I was like, he's like, you better did. check yourself. I know. I Real quick. I was like, forgive me, sir. Yes. Apologies, <laughs> madam. Um, but and he also like knitted you from scratch, like a purse yeah. out of leaves. He grabbed banana trees and made me a purse to match my lime green bikini, bikini. outfit that I had. I was it like, was awesome. Damn, I need to step it up. And then I was in the <laughs> ocean, like taking pictures, flexing with my banana tree purse. I was like, look, I found this seashell for you. <laughs> like, I'm trying to compete with him. Doesn't compare. <laughs> I was like, look at my butt. <laughs> uh, tour guide one, Eden zero. As of right now, I know I'm instantly Googling how to make a yeah. purse out of banana leaves and I put Chanel C's on it. <laughs> yes. I want to see that. Um, but that was an amazing experience. What would you say was like your favorite part? Ooh. I mean, it was all pretty awesome, but staying in those little huts in the middle Ooh, of the water. The villas. Yeah. yeah, that you only see in movies and like TV. That was insane. Yeah. Like individual huts in the middle of water that you can just literally just jump off of your dock in for a swim and then come right back. Yeah. The sunsets were incredible. The sunrises, the sunrises were, were even more sick. Just the layout. I mean, it was like we had her in her bathrooms. Like I could poop in one and like <laughs> you could pee in the other. Like we had individual. It was awesome. It was like a baller hut. It was really cool. I mean, I I loved the the canoe breakfast. That was like so somebody cool. like blowing into a conch conch conch. It was like a, a little yeah, like a little um, a, horn a horn made out of a seashell. Insert whatever that word is here. <laughs> um, and like playing music on a ukulele yeah. while bringing you breakfast and then taking you out on the water where you are watching the sunrise yeah. over this mountain. 
And I just instantly start crying because it's just the most beautiful thing you will ever experience in your entire life. And I'm so lucky to be here with you and experiencing this. And I feel like everything that we have worked so hard for made it all worth it for that one moment, for that one sunrise, for ukulele dude in the back. Like it was just everything I could have ever like imagined. And Mm -hmm. I feel so lucky and fortunate and I feel lucky and fortunate to you just have this opportunity with you yeah it was so beautiful I think I had a moment of reflection too right like that day for whatever just hit me hard when that canoe came over and I yeah. was able to have this romantic canoe sunrise with you mm-hmm. and like thinking back right how how much I had to go through to get to that point yeah like having to be like having been disowned by my family no mm-hmm. contact with my mom no support for who I am as a person and then to be there with my wife on this beautiful resort yeah. having this the most romantic breakfast it was just like full circle for me no. it was cool I was like yeah this is fine I would have gone through all that and back maybe 10 tenfold if really? it meant I ended up on Tahiti on a beautiful <laughs> hut with my beautiful wife I I don't think Tahiti Nui and like Tahiti tourism truly understand the impact that it had like that trip had on us just on a personal level and I hope it translated over into our followers into our page like how grateful and how beautiful of an opportunity this was for us and how much we've had to go through to get here to to have not only a healthy relationship but to be proud to be gay and bi and and lesbian and to be in this space and to be comfortable in our own skin and to be proud of who we are and to celebrate our love, yeah. you know, for the world and on this beautiful island. It, well, especially as women of color, like yeah. queer women of color, this doesn't happen. You know, no. brands don't just knock on the door every day offering us like, they these should. incredible <laughs> trips. They should. Um, and I think I'm very thankful for them for giving us that opportunity. And I mean, just speaking of brands that aren't knocking on doors, the ones that do, I feel like just deserve that extra level of praise so much so like I really want to highlight dynamite yeah and (laughs) this is not an ad this is just us being honest but dynamite sent us bathing suits because they we you know we told them we were going on this trip and they're like we want to send you these new bathing suits and for those of you that don't know dynamite they are a Canadian-based clothing line uh, specifically for women, mm-hmm. it's great quality. I would say it's a little nicer than Zara. Yeah, um, a little, they last a lot, a lot, a lot nicer than Zara, and they last longer. The quality's better. The quality's so the price nice. point is a little like I would say Zara, or maybe a little bit more expensive, but it's totally worth it. It's it's actually worth what you're yeah. paying for because you can tell it's gonna last a very long time. But it's also not like out, outrageously crazy prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like it's it's worth what you're getting. Right. And they have been a big supporter of us and our page very early on. And when they found out we were going to Tahiti, they were like, we, we have these new bathing suits. And they actually pay attention to yeah. us as individuals and our body types and what clothes we actually like to wear. So they sent us matching bathing suits, but it wasn't like twinning. It was, I got my style and like how I like to wear how, bathing suits I love a good high waist I love high waisted pants I love high waisted bathing suits mm-hmm. you love like a good mid cut or two piece a good two piece I'm like one piece and or two piece just depending on how I feel but it has to be again like high waist and they really like just hit the nail on the head and they sent us these bathing suits and we took a picture in them 
and they sent we sent it over to them they were super excited we're like "Ooh, we're excited ah, yeah and there it is on the screen yeah. that's super sexy look at that white sand oh man it was a moment right that was such a beautiful moment. I'm like admiring this all over again. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, we popped in the picture. This is the iconic picture. Dynamite went and posted this on their Instagram. On their, on their Instagram. And they said something like um, matching. Like I think their caption was like, matching is our love language or something. If your love language is matching. Yeah, something like that. And immediately it got a ton of great positive comments and then within an hour it had a ton of trolls that were just calling it out because it was two women you know having this moment with these bathing suits mm -hmm. but I think what was really cool is that when we checked back there were so many comments clapping back to the anti-LGBT comments or the homophobic yep. comments, like really hard. <laughs> I am so proud of our people because you can tell there, there were people that knew us and knew yeah. our page because there would be comments like, you know, I've ne you've ne I've never seen models be so salacious in a picture and, and, and they're fake gay or like they're, they're faking this pose and somebody would clap back and be like, do you not know who these people are? They literally are the epitome of what a healthy relationship is. And they talk about healthy relationship, whether you're straight or gay, it doesn't matter. They're not faking nothing for nobody. Yeah. And like, I was like, go off. And there would be other ones that, that would be like, oh, I'm going to unfollow. And then they'll clap back and be like, nobody wants your homophobic unfollow. Like, nobody wants you follow. I'm going to follow twice from my real account and from my fake account. <laughs> to make up for your unfollow. <laughs> to make unfollow. up for your unfollow. Like, no. And it's yeah. crazy because... Like dynamite in a time where you see a lot of brands leaning back, they're leaning in. I'm looking at you, Dodgers and mm -hmm. Target. They're like, nope, they left it up and they even commented back yeah. on the positive comments mm -hmm. on the post. And that was really cool to see that they just had our backs. You they know? did. They they not only had our, they not only have our backs, but you really see how how proud they are, like being our supporters and vice versa. We're so proud to be partners with them and again this not even for now we're not getting paid to talk about them like this we are we are just telling you how it is and I couldn't be more proud of even the people who stand up for us from our page They're yeah like, in the comments you don't know who Eden and Jay are like oh man I'm like I think someone was uh, like this is the most sexualized commercial for clothing and then someone was like have you not seen a Calvin Klein commercial like yes and they were uh, just like you're do ridiculous more provocative yeah, stuff all the time exactly so it was a lot of a lot of facts being dropped on that. Yeah, it, it was just mic drop after mic drop after mic drop. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with this picture. It's stunning. It's gorgeous. We are just laying on the beach doing our thing. And honestly, like whoever can hate is, is going to hate. But I love the people who do support it. They were like, add it to cart. Couldn't buy it faster. So thank y'all who support us. Thank you for following Dynamite. Thank you for buying their clothes. Thank, thank you for you. clapping back. Thank you for clapping to back. To the in the comment section. I mean, you'll see for yourself. I can't wait to wear that bathing suit again. I need to go to another <laughs> beach ASAP. <laughs> but right after we got back mm -hmm. from Bora Bora, we had one day to unpack all of our stuff. 24 hours. And head to New York for our Preciosa Night tour. <gasps> yes. Which was the kickoff. I think that was our kickoff stop in NYC. Um. And that was insane. Like, I don't, I don't, I think we well, were a we little. we had Preciosa for your birthday. Yes. Yeah, so that But was... it was their kickoff outside of California. Yes, it was our first time doing Preciosa outside of LA. And we were nervous. 
Not like you were nervous. You were exhausted from traveling, you know, Bora Bora we and like all the fun exhausted. stuff. Ten shades darker. <laughs> and then we got home and we're like, okay, we got to unpack and now pack for New York, which is a completely different weather. I cried. I cried in the shower. <laughs> Because I was like, you know how many different time zones I've been in? We were just in Australia, and then we were in Bali, and then we were in Bora Bora, and now now we're in New York. I haven't slept. I don't know what day it is. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just on autopilot, and I just need to cry in the shower and keep moving. Yes. (laughs) Somebody asked me that at the party. They're like, did you cry? Did you cry? I was like, yeah, I did in the shower. They're like, I would cry. It's like, fine. With as much because traveling they're as following you're doing. us. They're yeah. like, as much traveling as you're doing, like, I would cry. I was like, yeah, I cried in the shower. But it was more like crying, but like happy tears. It's like, I just have so much emotion and like, I'm just moving forward. Yeah. But it was really, really cool. I don't know what, what I expected. I think I was a little nervous and I had anxiety from yeah. New Year's because, I mean, from New York because it was our first time going to the East Coast and throwing our parties. So a lot so of pressure. There was a lot riding on that. And also, like, when we jumped on that plane, we only had. 200 tickets sold. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. Which is probably <laughs> the lowest we've ever had for any Pisciosa night. And we were a little stressed about that too, but we were also mm-hmm. cutting ourselves some slack. It's a new venue. It's a new place. It's the East Coast, which we yeah. do not live in. They um, were like, we're going to do our best. Yeah. It's going to be okay. I think we try to give ourselves some grace because we were like, we're, we're outsiders coming in. You know, we can only try our best. Mm-hmm. We're doing our best, Tom. And when we landed, we only had three more days to promote this event and with only 200 tickets sold. And we anticipated at least maybe 500 people coming. That was the goal. That was our goal. And so... We met up with some friends. Shout out to Sufi and Ange, who are also influencers. And if you don't follow them, please go follow them. They're incredible people. They're just amazing human beings. Just aside from the influencer thing, mm-hmm. they are incredible human beings. But I they, love them. Yeah, they live in New York. And as soon as we landed, they like sent us voicemails immediately. They're like, where are you staying? Let's go eat pizza. Let's go do whatever you need us to do. We'll pass out flyers with you. Yeah, We're so fun. excited for the party. I think like once, well, you know, once we, we got there, no matter how tired we were and what I love about us is that we never give up. Yeah. It doesn't matter like how many time zones we've been in and like not sleeping or or whatever like we don't give up we give 110 percent and even though we had 200 tickets we're like cool if only 250 people are coming we're gonna give it our all all the way to the end Mm -hmm. and so even though we like put our bags down we got dressed we met with our friends we hit the streets immediately literally putting like putting flyers on different poles we would talk to locals we're like hey where do you go eat where are the gay spots that you hang out with? Where, where are the, the Latinos where's the at? Where POCs at? Like, literally, <laughs> that was the question. Where are, they, where are they all at? And then we would follow different leads. And Johnny, who is just our amazing drag king, who came on the tour with us um, from L.A. to perform in New York, his family is from New York. And so they were doing drag for a couple of days before we got there mm-hmm. and was spreading the word around. Passing out flyers. Passing out flyers. It was it was fun when you would walk down different streets and then we would see our flyer. We're like, oh, look at, there we are, there we are. But like, we probably put it there and we forgot. No, Johnny did <laughs> Or Johnny put it there earlier and we're like, hey, look, we're in Queens, we're here. And then we would like put him on the subway and we were, we were just doing our best and we would see, you know, gay people holding hands that we looked, you know, like POC. And we would go over and we'd be like, okay, hey, queer reggaeton party, you want to come? And they'd be like, yeah, say less. Like, I'm down. Or I saw your TikTok. I was going to buy my ticket, but like last minute. That's another thing that I didn't know. In LA, when we 
normally when we release our tickets for Vicious tonight, they sell like hotcakes. It's like literally overnight, we're already done with pre-sale, first and second tier. In New York, which I didn't know, it's they're very last minute. They do not plan until the night of. They, they don't care. And they do not care. They will pay, pay twice as much. They do not care. They're like, I will wait until the day of, the mm-hmm. night of, to see what my friends are doing, convince all my friends, and then go buy the ticket. Yeah. But which would happen. It's <laughs> literally what happened. So the day the day that of the party, the day mm-hmm. that we woke up, we woke up to 550 tickets sold. Yeah. And our minds were just like, what It's not even hell? including people buying at the door. Yeah. <laughs> not even including people buying at the door. Once the party started, we were at 600. Yeah. Which was 100 more than what we expected. Yeah. Everybody was ecstatic, including the venue, mm-hmm. who I'm sure didn't think we could pull it off. Uh, hey. And if you're watching this on YouTube, here's a picture of us. We asked the audience to take a selfie with us because the vibes were just immaculate. Everybody was beautiful. Oh, my God. It, oh, was, it makes me so happy looking at this picture. <laughs> yeah. It was such a night. Yeah, I don't even Aww. know what to say. I mean, I feel like Puerto Ricans and Dominicans oh, man. get down. Like, it's a different type of vibe. Different, it is. They vibe. are proud. They're queer. They're brown. They're like. We learned a couple of things the hard way. So the things that worked in L.A. did not, did not work in, <laughs> yeah. in New York. And we learned that the hard way. There's a very specific song that Mexicans will do a dance to. It's a Mexican line dance song. And literally, our DJ who came from L.A. played it. No one knew it. It was the most awkward thing yes. you have ever seen. Maybe ever. 10 people in the audience knew it and they started and to Including do the dance. myself. And then Jay was like, Eden, you got to go do it. I was like, I'm not doing it. I don't know this man. I don't know her. <laughs> like, I'm just, I feel like awkward turtle. I went over to the DJ. I was like, change the song. Change the song. Change it right now. Change it right now. But I'll tell you what. <laughs> as soon as you played Cardi B. Cardi B? Everyone was on the dance floor. That was like their queen. That is their queen. Yeah. Cardi from the Bronx. Like you got to represent. It's it's like everyone knew that song. They knew what to do. We had a, our our first like ballroom style kind of like oh, Vogue. Our Vogue, yeah, Vogue competition. They mm-hmm. just opened a big circle and started voguing. It was so cool to see in person. I've only seen it in movies. Yeah. So to see it in person and just feel the energy and the power behind. The voguing and the dancing. I was I was enamored. There, it was so cool. There is this really, like, really cool moment where, like, not only did all of our performers kill it, but I would occasionally go and look at the crowd, and there would be people on their phones FaceTiming yes. people into the party because they missed it. Or they're trying to tell them, like, yo, look at this party. Da, da, da. And I would see so many people on FaceTime, like, yeah. The people who missed it didn't want to miss it. And they're like, girl, just get me in even if I'm on your phone. Like, I want to feel like I'm there. And I was just thinking, like, damn, we did that. Like, that is so cool. Yeah. Like, I've never I've never seen so much excitement. And then there's a couple moments where I've never seen so much sadness in, in the one moment. Because there would be people who would come up to me and they would be like, when's the next one? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, can, is it, is, are you coming back for Pride? What's going on? And I would just tell them, like, I'm being honest, like, I, this was our first trial. Like, we don't know when we're coming back to New York. And they would get so sad. I know. Because they were like, wait, this is it? Like, yeah. it might not come back. Or, or they would tell me we don't have anything like this. And so the, it made them feel very sad to, like, think that it's going to leave. I don't know about you, but that night felt so diverse. It like did. We had, we had people in wheelchairs. Yeah. We had people in crutches. We had um, neurodivergent. A lot mm-hmm. of those who 
would come into the main because this venue has multiple spaces we did it at three dollar bill that's a known queer venue in new york and they're Mm -hmm. pretty big it's like three rooms within one and they normally don't open up the patio but they did for us for our party and those who had like a neurodivergent condition were able to have fun at the party but then also go outside and take breaks Mm -hmm. uh, when they felt overly stimulated and then come back for a couple minutes and then go back outside take breaks and that's that was something that we didn't, you know, we weren't aware of, uh, but we were very happy to include it in, in our event and would love to include it moving forward. Yeah. Now we're looking at all the venues that have a outdoor patio yeah. and inside patio to just kind of make sure they're they're happy and they're safe. And yeah. In it's the, accommodating. In the Kings and the performers, Oof. we had our first dyke drag. Do you want to explain what it is? Because I had never heard of it. Never. <laughs> it's not a thing in L.A. At least I haven't seen it in L.A., but it's basically um a queer woman mm-hmm. be doing drag dyke dyke drag, drag. <laughs> and so we didn't know that this was a movement in new york but we came across uh mm-hmm. i'm baby and she hit us up and she sent us a sweet email basically saying she wants to be part of the movement she lives in new yeah. york how can she help and she would love to perform so we yeah. were like say less we'll throw you on stage and she was incredible. Oh, man. Like, worked the stage, the audience. So much so that there was a girl in the front. <laughs> and, and we can pull up a clip of this. There was a girl in the front of the stage who was just so in love with her. Was, like, drooling over her. Was pulling wads of cash. Just throwing <laughs> it at her. Um, and every time I'm Baby would come up to her, she would just, like, melt in her arms. And she opened her wallet. And I recorded this, thankfully. It's, like, the funniest thing. And she looks so sad because she's out she of money. She so sad. So sad. She's out of money and she's looking at her wallet and all she sees is credit cards. And she pulls out this other wad of money that doesn't even look like U.S. dollars and just throws it at her. And when we go on back on stage mm-hmm. to help I'm Baby pick up her tips, we notice this wad of like money. Hong Kong money. <laughs> literal Hong Kong money. Just like <laughs> a ton of bills. And I think Johnny got on on the mic and yeah. was like, hey, who's th- who is throwing these Hong Kong foreign money? Oh, my gosh. And then so we found out who it was. Yeah. And she was she grabbed the mic from Johnny and she's like, I'm sorry. I just love her so much. I want to marry her. I want to give her every world currency. <laughs> I died. In that moment, I lost the shit. I died. She said every world currency. As it should be. That's the standard now. That's the new standard. Sorry, I didn't have America. I only had Hong Kong money. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Granted, I think she was white. (laughs) Yes, but she was amazing. She was a vibe. She brought the energy. She said, take my money. I don't care what country it's from. (laughs) Yeah, literally was like, I want to marry her. Like, literal proposal. On stage. I Am Baby was just like, yo, can anybody tell me how much this is worth? <laughs> yes. I I mean, it is. it was such a blast. But and everybody brought it. Everyone the brought the energy. The Drag Kings killed it. So, uh, oh, my God. Um, Richard did a number. Whew. Y'all need to follow Richard on Instagram. He's a drag king I think in New York. his name is I Am Dick. Yeah, I Am Dick. And he did the craziest transition I have ever seen in my life. He came out in a bald cap, suited. Um, oh, no, a wig. He had a wig on. He had a wig, but I Am Dick's drag, it, it's like the creepy uncle. Yes. Like the creepy big uncle that is just like, 
like licking his mouth and like looking at you. It's like freak. It's freaky. But it's a type of style of drag. That I love it. He leans into. It's like kind of a. It's very comedic, yes. but also very raunchy at the same time. Yeah. And he leans into that you know role what's so funny hard. Is he sent us his track a week before we got there, and I I always listen to all the tracks because I want to know what what the vibe who's gonna is. Go where? Who's gonna go where? And I kind of set up the lineup. And he sends me this track, and I press play, and it's like the the reason, like this old school Was alt Huba rock Hoobastank, yeah. yeah, this classic rock song. And I look at Eden, and I'm like, he knows this is a, a queer reggaeton party, right? right? Like <laughs> I'm so confused right now. And then halfway through the song is the drop. And I lost it when I was listening to this because it was pure genius, like creative genius. So on stage, he comes up and he's singing this alt rock song from the, the 2000s. And then halfway through the song, he pulls off his wig and he starts dancing to Pitbull. It's like a transition from like alt rock to Pitbull. The reason is you went to the reason is Kulo. Yes. <laughs> Literally. It was the craziest performance ever. It was amazing. So if you haven't had a chance yet, go look at our Instagram. Go look at our There's a highlight. Our highlight, our New York highlight. You'll get all the highlights. You'll see all the things in I really hope that we can bring it back soon. Thank goodness. Um, Beatbox actually sponsored um, the event so that we were able to go to New York in the first place. And so hopefully Papi Beatbox will be sending us back yeah. to New York soon. They hooked us up. They really believe in the movement yeah. and they want to be a part of it. And I feel like there's not enough brands that are, you know, trying mm -hmm. to help us out. Yeah. Especially since it's just us. We, mm -hmm. we pay for everything up front and we definitely want to bring it to more cities and states yeah we'd love to bring it to chicago we'd love to bring it to texas i think there's a huge community of people that live in texas that come out to preciosa night we've met them yeah we remember y'all and we would love to bring it to your state so you don't have to travel to la every time that would be awesome but we would love somebody else to pay the bill that part to get us there because <laughs> <laughs> if not it's gonna take us a minute to get there yes but we're we're so thankful for new york new york you all always have a special place in our heart and that hopefully we'll have some good news soon and we'll be there sooner than we think yeah we're working on it <laughs> we're working on it we're trying to come back before the end of the year definitely maybe a couple times maybe a couple times but who knows we're ambitious right after that it was literally my yeah. birthday weekend. back to back we did preciosa night last saturday uh-huh and then we in New York, mm -hmm. and now we did. We just did our one year anniversary in LA. Whose idea was that? Mine. That was just. <laughs> and nuts. you went along with it, so no complaints. Anyone, if she ever says like, "Let's do back to back preciosas," y'all just punch me in the face. Like, <laughs> tell me <laughs> to tell her no. I never tell her no. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But like, it was sure. awesome. Yeah, I cried in the shower again. <laughs> we joking. had we had a tattoo, a live tattoo artist. That was cool. Baby Kicks got a tattoo. I got a tattoo. You got to show the people. I got a tattoo. I don't know if you can see it. So she got a tattoo of a, a woman's body. And I told the tattoo artist to make the butt bigger mm -hmm. so it's more like me. Yes. And, and, I, and they said, say less. <laughs> I, I asked you. I said, anything, any of the flash yeah. you choose. It's your you birthday. Yeah, and you chose that. So. Yeah, that's I'm on my butt. I that's wanted butt. my butt on your arm. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so obsessed with it. Yes, but that was a hit. Everybody got so many tattoos. I didn't think it was going to be that much 
I don't know. I didn't think that it was going to get that much traction. Yeah. And then seeing we didn't so know people... how it was going to be received. And mm-hmm. a lot of people got tattoos. A lot of people loved getting the tattoos. We offered somebody like, hey, if anybody gets a Preciosa night tattoo, free Preciosa passes for life. Yeah. To, you know, to our events and stuff. VIP, exactly. to be specific. But it was just really cool to see it being so well received. And a lot of people, like, everybody loved their tattoos. Mm-hmm. The artist was great. The vibe was great. We mm-hmm. had another set of amazing performers. We brought back the mariachi band. We did. Band. Mariachi Arcoiris, which is a queer mariachi band based in L.A. Mm-hmm. They came and performed, and they brought all the energy and some tears. Made and everyone cry. Tears. With Yeah. And you surprised me, which you're never able to do because I always guess everything. Mm-hmm. And you surprised me with like a whole birthday cake and a birthday song. Yes. And I was like, no. <laughs> I I told Ernie to grab me cupcakes because if I was to go get them, you would know you would know because like, you're so you nosy. <laughs> and he brought the cupcakes and I had the mariachi play Las Mañanitas because Aww. that's tradition. And my grandma would always play that for me for my birthday. Like that's she would so just sweet. wake me up and play that song so I felt like I had to do that for you yes um make sure you felt loved and appreciated I very slow danced on stage it was was a vibe (laughs) I I loved one year preciosa it really made me reflect on how far we've come yeah and it really challenged like I think I left there feeling like I want to be challenged like there I want to figure out how can we elevate even more how can we make it more special how can we make it bigger and shinier than ever so you know hopefully the next one it'll be a few new elements that Mm -hmm. you've never seen before Uh, I love a challenge and I think in that moment I was like cool I'm proud we did this but like I want to I want to do it better like I want to do it bigger and I feel like our people deserve it like if you're gonna drive fly freaking risk running into your ex like I want to make sure it's special (laughs) which happens often at Preciosa Night and you have no regrets and (laughs) you have a great time Uh, but overall I think the vibe and the energy was amazing we got to take a lot of pictures with people and we got to really meet people one-on-one and you know hear their stories and listen to their coming out stories and give like quick snippets of advice you know what's crazy is I feel like at this Preciosa Night that the one year there were so many people that came out to us to ask us about our IVF journey. Yeah. And had questions about their process and wanted to, like, get deep and, like, yeah. really talk about that journey. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited that we're going to do a live, an IG live next. Yes. I think next Tuesday. Tuesday. At 10 a.m. with our 9 IV. 9 a.m. Sorry. Next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, with the sperm, yeah, sperm donor that we went through, which is California Cryobank, yeah. to really like be dig deep into our process and how we did it and mm-hmm. hopefully shed light because it's such a big topic and people want to talk about it. I, I feel like there we had so many questions when we were going through it, right? Because we were like, what do we do? How do we yeah. make a baby? Science and all these things and money and all that stuff. So we're really happy to start having those conversations again because we are getting closer you guys uh maybe on the next podcast because i feel like we have to talk about the wedding we have to talk about the baby we have to talk about a bunch of other things there's a lot of things happening uh and there's just too much to fit into this podcast but i do want to you know go back and talk about our process and how close we're getting to picking a date soon hopefully i know i think i mean it's safe to say we're getting married in july which is now in two months 
Oh my god. So the stress is on. We literally went to the gym this morning. I would be crying in the shower once again. Yes. <laughs> because we need to be like toned and just ripped. I am the this furthest wedding. from that. I like looked in the mirror today and I'm like, oh, when did I get so squishy? <laughs> it's been all the pineapples, it's been all the pina coladas, yes. it's been the not working out. The, the pizza. The only working out I've been doing is lifting my luggage up into the carry-on and then like lifting it back down. Legit. <laughs> Legit. running to my terminal that's my only cardio i've been getting <laughs> so i need to hit the gym we finally went back today and i went up the stairs i'm like, <gasps> like hopping and puffing ten minutes in. like a little huff a puff i felt like a pokemon right there <laughs> oh my gosh so i'm excited to get back get back to the gym i'm gonna start running every day again yeah because we got two months baby we and we don't have together. dresses that's the crazy thing is we've had no time to go to anywhere to buy dresses. So Make if it. you're listening and you have a plug for wedding dresses, we would really appreciate that. Um, I think yeah. someone told us that David Bridal is going out of business, business. <laughs> so we should probably start there. But if someone has connections, please send them our way. Some DMs, leave a comment on the podcast, anything help will help us. a girl out. <laughs> we are literally two months away. We have nothing to wear. Everybody who's coming to our wedding has, has something. Outfits. Has outfits except for us. I'm like, how do we end up here? Because uh, we do time. too much. I know, I know. Because we're also throwing a festival. Yes. So I feel like my brain has just been occupied by festival and not by wedding right now. We should also share the exciting news. We just got hit up by LA Village. Yes, Pride. Which is Pride here. Um, I think they're blocking off Hollywood Boulevard, LA Pride technically. Yeah. And they want us to take over one of the stages from 3 to 4.30, I believe. Yeah. On Sunday, June 11th. So that's awesome because we get to bring Preciosa Night to the masses. Yeah. I think they're expecting like 30,000 people or yeah, something. Yeah, it's going to be up there for sure. So it's a pretty big deal. And this we're, is huge. Yeah, they just... they. They asked us, and we're super honored to take up space. And I think we're one of the few Latino representation for the yep. day at Pride. And now we're just working really hard on <laughs> doing a set time and figuring out the DJs and mm -hmm. kind of the run of show. But I think that's awesome. I mean, for someone that just started a movement last May, yeah, and now being fast forward to being on the stage at Pride, like that's huge. It's extremely, extremely special, and we're ex we're excited about the opportunity and to represent for our yes. people. Yes, so if you're in L.A., please come to L.A. Pride mm -hmm. June 11th. I think it's free. Don't quote me. Don't um, at me. Don't <laughs> at me, but I think it's a free event, and we will be doing a mini Preciosa night for an hour and a half on yeah, stage. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited, and we're going to obviously bring some our favorite DJs and just have a good time, and then that's literally just a few moments away from doing Mexico City Pride, yes. which will be right after that. Oof, and this we, tour is insane. <laughs> and then we got the festival, and then we got our wedding. Yes. It's good. We're going to be... It's back to back to back, baby. So just hang in there with this podcast and with us and with all of our crazy gallivanting yeah. that we're doing. And if everything goes well, then yours truly will be pregnant yeah. in October. Hopefully. Because I will not have a Gemini baby. <laughs> She's refusing. She wants it to be so far away from yes, May as possible. I will take a Leo any day. I heard Leo boys can be a little difficult. But I think if you just, you know, raise them right, yeah. then they're fine. But we're going to do our best. And we're going to try to aim for 
you know, after the wedding, I think we want to try to sneak in one Europe trip, like just like a last hurrah before you I'm can't pregnant. drink anymore and before you're pregnant. Um, so if we can pull it off, that would be amazing. I just don't think that I think pregnant women can do more than what people think. Yeah, they can, but they can't drink. No, and I'm okay with no drinking, but like I think on my baby bucket list, yeah, my actual when I'm pregnant bucket list is I want to go to Coachella. Where's I need the button that's like nope because I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> it's on there. I know it is. Ah, uh, I can't find. I can't find it. <laughs> Let me help you hit the little arrow. Anyways, I keep telling Eden that the only thing I want to do is I've calculated if I get pregnant in October, then I should be six months by April, which means I can go to Coachella as a pregnant woman, and I would love to do Coachella in my cute little festival outfits with my baby bump out there, my two buns, and why are you giving me the stink eye? The buttons aren't working. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, basically, I was going to say no. Be well, okay, yes, I am supportive of it's right there. Bebe Coachella. It's not working. Okay, it's okay. The buttons, Solomon, <laughs> the buns broke. <laughs> <laughs> buttons are broken. Uh, we leave for two weeks and everything falls apart. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, What's wrong with my Coachella idea? Nothing is wrong with your Coachella idea. I love the idea of you being slutty cella, you know, pregnant. Slutty mamacita. pregnant cella. I love it. No slut shaming What here. I do not support is you trying to crowd surf. I think I could do it. Do not even approach that with that idea. I'm putting my foot down. This is this is where I'm. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I'm saying no in Spanish. No. <laughs> like I'm saying no all the way mark my I words. think I should take this to the internet no the internet will agree with me and if the internet doesn't agree with me nope. it's still a no <laughs> I'm done my baby will not be floating up you know how expensive that was hell no not risking someone dropping that no, no one you. will drop me no absolutely not I'll be light as a feather with a bump I, I believe it you will still be super light absolutely not not happening. Nope. Anyways, we'll see what happens in April, but I'm definitely going to Coachella and I'm going super cute. And your cute. feet will be on the ground <laughs> the whole time. Well, maybe I just convince all my friends to come with and then y'all can just like hold me up and then it's like I'm crowd surfing. And then I do, I get to live my fantasy. Even all of the friends will <laughs> not do that. The friends know they will 100% not drop you and they will still not do it. They're like, I don't even, because they don't want to deal I'm with me. I'm going to talk to Ernie and Amy. They don't want to deal talk to Ernie with Amy me if this. something bad happens. They're all afraid of me. They're not afraid of you. They're afraid of me. That's true. Yeah, so. <laughs> Evil it, laugh. It's Gemini season. Do not test me. <laughs> You're right. I'll, I'll check in next month when it's no longer when Gemini season. it's no longer season. my season, I am on edge this season i'm ready <laughs> either way i'm going to coachella as a pregnant woman so it's happening it's april happening. 2024 it's happening. It's hap i hope all goes well i hope it happens because i only have one embryo to work with and i know he's gonna pull through yes he yeah. will he will i believe it yeah it's gonna be great but i feel like that's gotta be like a whole other section in in the next podcast because i would love to talk yes. baby talk Let's again and Wedding talk again and where we are with our family, Oof. where we are with our friends. I think we should do that. We should do the, a wedding. Next episode should be a wedding. Yeah. I feel like there's where we're at. a lot has changed. A lot we have been learning as we have been going. Mm -hmm. uh, and I feel like that would be just a really nice unfiltered space to just be able to talk about a couple of things that have been on our mind about the yeah. wedding and about the baby stuff. And a lot of things that we've been learning. We've been asking so many people for baby advice and – We've been getting some great advice. Like, 
you know, maybe don't do your own, don't do hand-me-downs, get your own stuff. I'm looking at you, Solomon. Uh, which is, you know, also great advice too. And then, you know, stuff about being pregnant sleeping sleeping is a huge one getting a bed that's on the floor because the baby will roll off and you know whoopsie daisy and it can be detrimental or not letting the baby sleep in the bed not letting the baby sleep in the bed like there's a bunch of stuff so and don't buy baby wipe warmers don't buy baby (laughs) wipe warmers yes Baby Waste wipe money. Katsu was getting money. sponsored by a baby wipe warmer. And like, <laughs> I love baby wipe warmers. I'm just joking. They're not. And I'll just warm it up with my hands like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a pee pee, like a. Oh, a pee 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 pee. Pee pee tee pee. Yeah. So that they don't pee on you. Yeah. Good Boys life. tend to pee on you, apparently. Rock, paper, scissors, whoever has to go and change yes. the diaper. But uh, we're going to save all of this for the next episode. Yeah. Do you want to end it with a card? Sure, I would love to. We haven't pulled an intimacy deck card in a minute. Hey, while you're doing that, I wanted to thank you for my gift. Aww. Aww. I think this is uh, very nice. I appreciate it. Yeah. Aww, we had to. We had to bring Solomon back something from Bora Bora. You're very special to us, so we really appreciate you. Appreciate that. You guys are special to me, too. Oh, thank Where's you. Where's the aw button? Like, the buttons aren't working. <laughs> They're working now. Try it. It should be working now. Let me see. Though. Let me pull out a card here. Evil what are we thinking? <laughs> oh, my bad. Oh no, oh, Eden's no. going crazy with the buttons. Excuse her. This is why you control the buttons. You have to hit twice to stop it. You want me to find the all button? <laughs> I think at this point, aw. Aw, there we go. I just, thank you. <laughs> you think I'm late with the buttons. <laughs> this is why I don't touch the buttons. All right, I'm going in. I'm picking one. Oh, wow. Ooh. Here we go for the deep question. What's the angriest you've ever felt and why? Oh. Oh. <laughs> it is there. It is there. That is a question. Um, the angriest I ever felt, honestly, and I and I still feel a little bit angry about this. Um, and it kind of got back brought got brought back to the surface pretty recently and I'm well I want to preface this if you want to talk about it on the podcast like sure happy to but if you don't I don't even know what this is I'm a little Um, nervous but pretty recently like literally as we're leaving Preciosa we ran into your mom oh yes but didn't like run into her we we saw her I don't think that she saw us um but I think that was the maddest I'd ever been was watching having to bite my tongue which I'm not the best at doing but Mm. I did for you in that moment Mm. and I think I still get mad at somebody who hurt you like I'm very protective of your feelings and I can tell as we ran into her literally the night of Preciosa that it that that hurt is still there yeah and I hate somebody hurting you and as much as I really wanted to, like, hop, hop off. off on her, because, again, it's, it just hit Gemini season, and I feel like I have nothing to lose right now. Um, we were there with our friends, and we were I, there with new people who just met us, so yeah. it didn't really feel like the most appropriate time to show my true colors. So <laughs> I had to <laughs> take one for the team, and I don't, and I, and I wouldn't have been thinking about you in the moment. I would have been thinking about me, right? I would have been like all the angry, all the anger that is still built up there for how much she's 
she hurt you from you know when we had that big blowout and you know she said those awful things to you and to me I I still feel like it's it's there yeah Um, and it's just because like you're such an amazing person and for your own mom to have disowned you as a child for being gay like you being gay is such a small portion of who you are and who you are as a person just is an incredible like you just happen to be gay Mm. but you affect people you inspire people you change people's lives you work really hard you care about the community you care about everyone else other than yourself and like Sue doesn't see that and it makes me so mad um and like I can just keep going on and on but I think that was the maddest I'd ever been because I wasn't able to tell somebody how Mm. mad they made me yeah um and she still doesn't know and like seeing her so close (laughs) like literally a taco throw away I could have like just told her how mad I'm still at her and like you're gonna miss out on the wedding you're gonna miss out on the kids and like all the amazing thing that she's missed and because she's choosing to be homophobic or whatever but it's it's just makes me angry and angry for you and I'm sorry no it's okay I think for those that are listening um right after Preciosa night it was when we wrapped up it was Mm -hmm. about 4 a.m and it was us and a couple of close friends and then a couple of newer friends that were there and I only know of one spot in LA that sells tacos 24-7 and that's El Taurino um, in LA so I suggested everybody we were all starving we had been working all night long and I was like let me buy everyone some tacos and we can go three in the morning (laughs) three in the morning so we went to the taco spot and as I'm waiting in line to place the order and everyone's behind me I look over to my right and my mom's at the pickup window which is like I don't know, five feet away from me, 10 feet away from me. It's like super close. (laughs) And I instantly had so much anxiety. And like there was so much, so many emotions flowing through that I didn't expect to have. And it was almost. seen her in like three years. Yeah, I haven't seen her in three years. I don't know how she's doing. And it was almost like this like reality check, right? Like this, these two worlds were combined for for a second where I was on a high from throwing this incredible event for my community and trying to have like a mm-hmm. good nightcap with my friends and just reminisce about this beautiful night. Yeah. And then for like being gay, for, be- for being gay, like, yeah, for being, being proud of being gay and Latina and all the things. And then in two <laughs> seconds, it's like all taken away because this is my reality, right? My reality is that my mom doesn't support me. My reality is mm-hmm. that my, I don't talk to my family and like, this is the person that birthed me. Like, mm-hmm. it's it was like this weird two worlds colliding. Yeah. And I didn't really know how to feel. I, I was definitely angry. But I couldn't react to your point because I also didn't want to be reactive. I'm trying to work on not being reactive. I'm so proud. And then I knew that you – I knew that whatever I was feeling, you were feeling times 10 because mm-hmm. that's just who you are. You're mm-hmm. very, like – you're very mama bear in that sense mm-hmm. with me. So I knew I had to – be calm to keep you calm Mm -hmm. and I also didn't want to end the night on that like I knew I could have easily walked over and started a whole fight with my mom and like told her off and like I could have easily reacted but did Mm -hmm. I want to taint this beautiful night that we just had with these incredible people and our friends no not really I don't Mm -hmm. think it was worth it Mm -hmm. um and it also made me really sad you know like looking at her and she's obviously aging um, and I'm not able to like share these incredible things like 
the fact that we did a movement, the fact that we just got back from Bora Bora, the fact that we threw up a show tonight in New York, and the fact that I'm going to marry you in two months and we're going to have a baby. Yeah. Like, these are all huge milestones that I've, I'm unfortunately not, it's not something that I can share with my family. Yeah. And that wouldn't be celebrated as it is with my chosen family. Mm-hmm. I'm very, I mean, I'm so proud of you because you were definitely stronger than me in that moment. Um, but I do get, you know, pretty mom and bear. And I think what's just frustrating is somebody who doesn't have a mom and, you know, like somebody whose mom is alive very much so and choosing not to be there. Yeah. Like that is a choice. You are choosing to like deny your child. You are choosing to not be a part of your life. Like, and you're not, this, you're not a horrible person. You're an amazing person doing amazing things. And I just don't get it. The math just doesn't math as to like why your mother would just treat you this way or see you this way. But it's not for me to understand. It's not for me to to care anymore. It's for obviously for me to let go because if you let it go, then like I'll I'll you know let it go. But I'm I'm so proud of you because in this moment you're right. Like you had these two di- very different worlds collide. Here was a woman who sent you away for being gay, and you could have taken that route and gone completely different with your life. You could have tried to be straight. You could have you know gone off the rails. You could have become an alcoholic. You could have done all of these different things, but you chose to stay proud and true to who you are, to own it and embrace it and also create a safe space for anybody who's felt the way you did, Mm -hmm. who got disowned for being gay or wasn't accepted at home. Like I've made this space where I accept you here and we all accept you here. Mm -hmm. And you just took something and turned it in, in something dark and turned it into like your brightest light. And I can't, that just speaks volumes again to who you are as a person. And why, like, when I think back, like, my maddest moment is is that, like, someone should, who should be so proud, like, she should be so proud to be your mom, like, that she made that. But at the end of the day, like, she gave birth to you, but she has, like, no part in the amazing, all the amazingness that you've become, because you did that all on your own. Mic drop. <laughs> Hate her. <laughs> Pick Aww. a card. Any card. Any card. That was a that was a really intense card. I know. I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Instantly. Universe. You just came in and said, "Here's a super heavy card." <laughs> I like one instantly just like came into my head. I was like, Mm-mm. I just pulled up a very sexual card, so I might have to save that one for later. What? <laughs> I was like, okay, the orange ones are the sex cards. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> what was your one? I want to know. I think everybody wants to know what the sex card was. I don't think we have enough time left. Uh, now I know the orange ones are the sexy ones. Okay. How should household chores be divided between us? Explain. I know not as fun as the other sexy card. I would have preferred the sexy card, but okay, <laughs> let's talk about chores, y'all. Oh. I can pull. I can no, try to find no, it. No, it's fine. It's fine. You chose your destiny. <laughs> House chores. <laughs> so... Uh, the way that we divide, She's like, I would like them to be divided by you and lingerie and seriously, <laughs> literally. Um, I think house chores are interesting. There are certain things that I like to do, and there are certain things that Eden likes to do. Yes. For example, I love to fold. I find it very soothing. I grew up having to go to laundry mats when I was a kid, and and that was like my chore was to fold and I hated it when I was a kid but now I really love it and Mm -hmm. I find it really soothing and comforting 
So when we got together, you hated folding clothes. Like mm-hmm. you love to do laundry. Like you like definitely do laundry well. I do not do laundry well. Um, but she hated folding. You shrink everything. I do. I don't pink. read labels. And <laughs> I shrink really nice things and I turn All the time. yes. So I'm not the best, but you are really good at doing laundry, yeah. actually washing, and I'm really good at folding. Yeah. So I think in this relationship, we figured out pretty early on, like, who's good at what and who likes to do what. Yeah. Well, you had, you have to get a baseline, right? Yeah. It's like, let's start here. Chores have to get done. Mm-hmm. What do you like doing? Womp, and we'll womp, start womp. there and we'll split it that way. You like to fold. I like to wash. We'll split it that way. I will wash. You will fold. Mm-hmm. You love to cook. I love to wash you love to eat (laughs) I love to eat but I will wash dishes and I feel like you just kind of see what you're into and then divide then there are things that we just both don't like to do and have to get done anyways like what um like I don't think either of us like love like mopping the floor because it takes so much time yes and there's only so many hours in the day that we have (laughs) and so we're like uh it has to get done but at the end of the day, it has to get done. And so we'll just tackle those things together. We're like, we both don't like to do this. So let's both do it so it can get done faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that's kind of how we divide up the chores. And like, I think because we we both own this home, like we take pride in doing the chores. So it's not really that inconvenient. We do a lot of things together. Like we'll take out the trash together. We'll you know, mop the floor together. We'll clean the bathrooms together. It just gets done faster if mm-hmm. we do it together versus feeling like one person is doing it all the time or vice yeah, versa. I agree. But, yeah, I think we, you know, divide and conquer pretty well. But it just comes down to communication, right? Like, sometimes you're not into it or I'm not into it, but we'll just communicate that, like, hey, like, I don't really feel like doing the dishes today. Like, can you help me, like, do them or whatever? And I know there's days that you just don't feel like cooking and – Sometimes yeah. I'll try to step up. <laughs> it's not going to be the best, but I will try. I appreciate you stepping up. Thank I enjoy you. your pastas. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> and deviled eggs. And deviled eggs. If they all make it to the plate. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, thank you so much for joining us back. I know this was an extra, extra long episode. <laughs> we just had a lot to cover, and we're back to normal next Thursday. Mm-hmm. So join us then. And if you... Don't haven't already, please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, on Spotify, Eden at EdenXJ for all the fun things. All the EdenXJ and things. And at Preciosa Night for all the extra fun things. All the Preciosa Night things. And uh, be sure to go check out our Instagram stories on Thursdays because we ask you some advice you would like mm-hmm. to know. And then we use those questions and bring them to the podcast. And next week's episode will be all about the baby. Bebe. And weddings. So and get weddings. ready. <laughs> it was really nice to hang with you guys again. Mm-hmm. We loved you and we missed you. And till next time. Bye. bye.